What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. What is up, guys? We're back with another episode of the 5Q5K. I'm here with Carrington K-Slay Sladen. How are you doing, Carrington? Doing well. How are you, Josh? Doing good. Can't complain. Fresh off the turkey trust. Love it. It's it's a good time. What about you? Yeah, same. Got that eight miles in yesterday. It was awesome. There you go. Get another 5K in today, right? There we go, yeah. Nice. Well, give everybody a little bit of background on yourself. Kind of tell, like, where athletics is taking you and just kind of give us an eye into Carrington. Yeah. So from as early as I can remember, I was playing sports. So parents saw in me that I love to move from a really early age and they threw me in YMCA, recreational, city sports, just kind of anything and everything to keep me busy. And I just really grew a love for it. And the fun part about that was had a lot of friends my age from school, from church that also did the same things. And so from there, we kind of joined random little select teams. Uh, even my soccer team, we like created a brand new select team from it. And so that was fun to get to do things alongside people that I was doing everyday life with. Uh, and then honestly, middle school, high school, grind didn't stop, just kept playing sports, kind of honed in on basketball during high school. Okay. Uh, and so then from there, I was trying to get recruited in college and was like, you know what? I think I just want to be a student right now. So that's uh, fair. That's played, fair. yeah, played a lot of sports growing up and then kind of hung up the uh, team organized sports, I guess, in high school. Okay. So you hung up the basketball shoes, but then you mm-hmm. picked up the long distance running shoes. Sure did. When did that, when did that switch come? <laughs> so yeah, I picked up the long distance running shoes in college whenever I was like, you know what? I don't have a coach telling me what to do anymore. I need to do something athletic. And running has always been something that has been enjoyable for me, but it was more so something that my parents saw in me early on. Okay. And they put me, I mean, in my first half marathon in the seventh grade. Jeez. So they saw, I think probably my endurance on the soccer field is where that came out. And I didn't know they allowed seventh grade. Yeah, me either, me either. But I came in with a hour 48 minute half marathon and I didn't realize how good that was at the time. And now I'm like, I can hardly hardly get that myself now as a 27 year old that cooked my first half marathon yeah yeah so I've been trying to chase down my seventh grade PR ever since but uh so yeah I picked that back up I think then it was more so I'm doing it because other people can see that in me but I didn't realize that that was a natural gift of mine was just long endurance and so then growing up, it was running was a punishment get on the line you messed you messed up (laughs) run a sprint And so once I got in college, it was more so just to clear my head, like, let's go outside, let's run, get my body moving, think better to study or focus, be creative, whatever. And, but yet still didn't have that, I guess, knowledge to train well. And so signed up for a full marathon in college, ran it without training, and it was horrible oh, to say the very very least when did the when did the wall come for you during that so i got to about mile eight and i was like you know what i'm feeling good like i i knew i was a good runner but 
I guess I'm like, awesome. Like I don't, yeah. I don't feel it at all. And then the wall came and I said, oh, I'm only a third of the way done. Like oh, I need geez. to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how I'm going to keep going. And so, I mean, it was a brutal stop, take my shoes off. I was cramping so bad. My toes oh, were curling under. So then from there, I was like, okay, running is not it. Maybe it's just not it. You got it done though, right? I got it done. Okay, there you go, there you go. I can't have a DNF. I just can't do it. Can't do it. And so (laughs) push through and then now a few years removed from college, I picked it back up again. I've just seen, I think COVID probably was a switch there of knowing, you know what? I have nothing else to do, but being outside and running and going on walks. And so kind of picked it back up then, had a pipe dream then to do all of the three majors in the u.s okay so boston new york chicago during my 26th year of life but i didn't know you had to pre-qualify raise money all sorts of things like that they don't don't tell you that they don't tell you that it just it it piques your interest and then you find out all the details and you're like oh i got some pre-work to do and so I settled on just doing one. And so I chose Chicago once the time finally came. Uh, got to raise money for Best Buddies organization and got to run that uh, the Sunday before I turned 27. So nice. it was fun to get to say that I ran 26 miles the last few days of being 26. And uh, that's, yeah, just the first race that I actually got to train for was Chicago and nice. saw payoff. So, so was Chicago, it was the second marathon? Technically the third. third I had okay, done, okay. yeah. So I had done the Bryan College Station. I went to AM, so the Bryan College Station Marathon. I did that twice, but it was the same story both times. Just prideful college kid thinking it would become better the second time around. It wasn't. Sure. So okay. uh, needless to say, Chicago was a PR, and I'm very glad it was because if it wasn't, something would have gone terribly wrong. So <laughs> Hey, well, there you go. There you go. Big yeah, PR. Big PR. And so you're knocking your... The, the goal of the U.S.-based mm-hmm. majors, you're knocking back the second one next year, correct? Yep. I'll that... head to New York next year. And there you go. I'll run in a marathon in April to try and qualify for Boston in 2025. So hopefully that, I that can. That one's Eugene, right? That's Eugene. Oh, yeah. that one. That one was good Josh, to me. Josh knows that one well. That one was good to me. So maybe, maybe that, that gets you to Boston. Yeah, right? hopefully. That's the go. goal. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, that's... So, I mean, that's cool to see, I guess, how early you picked it up. Like, was the enjoyment always there from the young age or like, was it kind of, uh, these people see that I can do this, so I guess I'm going to do it. Or did you, did you really find that enjoyment more later in life? I don't know. Yeah, more, I would probably say more later in life. I'm someone who, I'm recovering people pleaser, if you will. And so I think early on, it was more of the, okay, people see this in me. I must be good at it. And I think I'm someone who it takes me a little longer to see skills in myself. And so then once it became my decision, I guess, if you will, to run. And then I had a support system of people who all along have seen that in me, uh, especially, I mean, in my family, my mom, shout out to her. She encourages all my dreams and just one of those things where once I finally got it in my head that I was good at something and put all of my efforts and energy towards that, then it became fun for me versus growing up. It was always, oh, like my mom just sees this in me or my family sees this in me. My friends see it in me on the soccer field and they put me in midfield because I can run the longest. And it was just one of those, oh, I just must be good at it. But I didn't believe it until later in life. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's cool that you've got that support system of people that like mm-hmm. keep pushing you to totally. succeed and pushing you to do it. Cause I know a lot of people like, I don't know, sometimes 
it, the people you have in your circle matter. And like, if you have people in your circle, they're like, ah, I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, that, that people say like, totally. that, that's, that's a big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think I've, I've experienced that with different friends from mm-hmm. time to time that it's like, they'll be like, ah, you don't need to do that. I'm like, what if I want to, yeah. you know, you yeah. know? So, so I, I think that's a big thing. Having that mm-hmm. circle that is people that are going to motivate you mm-hmm. and people that want the best out of you and kind of like, like you do, that's yeah. can't, can't say enough for it. You yeah, know? totally. That's one thing I think running for the longest time I thought was an individual sport. And it's one of those that I'm realizing more and more, if you don't have that team around you, whether it's those people might not actually be running alongside you, but they're encouraging you. They're reminding you why you're doing what you're doing when you get in those slumps of, oh, I don't want to wake up for training or oh, I'll just skip this whole week of training. And they're, they're encouraging you and reminding you why it is you got into it in the first place and keep you on track to hit that goal. Well, speaking of that support system, like yeah. I got, I got to meet you for the first time in Chicago yeah. and you had like a killer support system. There. It was like, awesome. Tell, mm-hmm. tell about kind of like the whole, you had a whole gang there yeah, cheering did. you on. Yeah. So I had my mom with me. I had one of my roommates, Kendall with me and then my co-leader for a Bible study that I lead, uh, Morgan with me. And it was one of those, I had a lot of friends who wanted to come with, uh, with us, but just couldn't make the trip financially. And, uh, had some other friends who uh, ended up joining out there to visit some family. So Ashley and Jessica got to come and it's just so such a gift to have people around you, whether it's they're on the course running with you. So Kendall joined me on a couple runs. Nice. Uh, she, in fact, comes out with me to the Northwest Dallas Run Club. Shout out uh, to them. Yeah. But it's it's fun to get to see them on the course and remind yourself and then they get excited and seeing their excitement and Kindle signed up for a marathon because she saw the excitement in nice. Chicago. So she's going to do Dallas. So if you see her out there on the course, cheer for her in Dallas. There we go. Uh, Morgan, she wanted to sign up. I think she did her local turkey trot. Uh, hey, so there go. just inspiring runners everywhere. But everybody gets that bug. Uh, they just see the excitement around it. And we even met runners in Chicago uh, at a shakeout run. And I saw one of them in New York and keep up with them on Strava. And so even that extended support group that maybe isn't in your everyday life. Uh, but yeah, we, I had a whole squad rolled roll up with me and I don't know if I could have gotten through Chicago without them. Hey, I think, I think you made it, you made it just fine through Chicago. I yeah. mean, mega, <laughs> mega PR, but I mean, I, I'm sure it helped having everybody there to yeah, cheer you on. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So with Chicago, would you say Chicago was your favorite race to date? Oh, by far. Okay. So, so tell, tell the people kind of like, I mean, for me, when I, when I went to first major, like mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect the, I guess the fanfare and the size and oh like gosh, how yeah. everything is like, like you mentioned the, the registration process is yes. a, bit, a bit arduous, yes. but then walk through like what the entire situation is like there. Cause it's, yeah. it's insane. It is Unbelievable. So the only other races I've done are in College Station and then Dallas. So, and I did Austin one year. So those, I mean, those are big expos. They're in bigger cities. Uh, Wait, time but, out. Was Austin the one you did as a seventh grader? No, no, no. I did one in Dallas. Okay. I was yeah, about no, to say, geez, that, <laughs> that as a seventh grader is pretty intense, but okay. No, no, that would have been brutal. That is wild. But okay. So time, time in. Yeah. Sorry. Back to Chicago. So yeah, Dallas, uh, Austin, Bryan College Station, those are the only races I had done, uh, stayed in Texas, didn't really branch out there. And so those are in pretty major cities. So you have the fairly large crew just because it's a large city. 
Yeah, uh, Austin's big. Austin's. Yeah, yeah. And then in College Station, you have all the college kids who, before finals or after finals, wherever it fell, they're like, I want to do do something fun with my friends. And everybody wants their toes curling. They up, do. Right? They do want their toes <laughs> curling up. Uh, so then I cognitively knew Chicago would be way bigger because it's a world major. It's in a huge city itself. But I truly was not prepared for how big it was and how much. Yes, there's a lot of runners. I think they said close to 50,000 runners alone. But then you include their family members, that support system we're talking about. If they have just one person with them, I mean, that's 100,000 people in the city. Crazy. On top of the people that already live there. And it's a big deal for a city. Like when a world major comes, the whole city shuts down. Everything is geared towards that race i mean there's a world record at chicago this year it's like that's that's insane (laughs) yeah all the running hype uh, around the whole city and you i mean you walk by storefronts and there's chicago 2023 and they change all sorts of things about their stores and you go to the expo and i mean we were there for three hours and i never spent that long at an expo probably wasn't wise because i was on my feet a good chunk of the day but I mean, you just get sucked in and you just see all of the excitement around you from other people and you just start feeding off of that. And I had, I feel like I had pent up energy all weekend that then on Sunday, I just got to unleash. And I was like, it's yeah. here. We're going for it. The four months of training, now the weekend being here, it was insane. Yeah, that place was massive. Like go- going mm-hmm. into the expo, like I remember it's, like, it's almost like going into an airport. Yes, exactly. It's so large. Like yes. I, I just wasn't expecting just the sheer volume of like people mm-hmm. that were in there. Like that thing was insane. It was, it was like in my head, it was like comparison of like, like an in, interior of an airport meets like the crowds of like a music festival. Yes. And that's just that's how a great like, way to describe it. It was insane. Yes. Which like, is why it blew my mind that I saw somebody in a Ranger shirt. So Josh yeah, was wearing yeah. a Ranger shirt and I was like, <laughs> that guy looks familiar. Also, he's wearing a Ranger shirt. That's cool. And then Kendall was like, isn't that Josh? And yeah, so yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> hey, and I was, I was rocking so it before. Funny. That was like, what? Wild card rounds? Yeah, so, it was. Hey, I knew, he I called knew it. what was coming. There he called go. it. So with a race that's that size and so large, did you find yourself, like, I know for me, when I went to Boston, I kind of had that moment that I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. I am a, I am a small fish in mm-hmm. a, in a, gargantuan pond like totally. did, you, did you feel like that at all or was it was it more like you just felt the energy and you felt like ah oh, yeah I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be uh-huh. here it's it was one of the it, kind of a both and so while we were there I remember my goal was sub four and that was the goal and I again like I said earlier if if I didn't PR something was going to go terribly wrong and when I was at the expo I think the energy and excitement got under me and I was like 345, let's send it. And I was like, 15 minutes faster. Who do I think I am? And I remember, I, I don't think it was until I was on the starting line on Sunday morning where I was like, there, there are a lot of people here and I am a singular person out of 50,000. And so part of, part of that adrenaline and just those thoughts started creeping in of, do, do I deserve to be here do will I do this well? I mean, I have a lot of people watching. Like I've opened up myself to the support system. I don't want to let people down. And I I think it was then on the starting line seeing all of the different types of runners. I think that's one thing about running that encourages me so much is just 
the different type of people you see. I mean, running is not one body type, one um, ethnicity, one anything like that. And so then that fired me up all over again. And so getting to see so many different people from me. Yeah. uh, I mean, I was standing at the corral and heard, I want to say at least three different languages around me. And I was like, you know what? I do deserve to be here. And so do these people. And we're going to get across that finish line and it's going to be great. And so... Some of those thoughts crept in, but yeah, yeah, that, that running community is unlike any other. And I think that's one thing I also love about running is you can start to get in your head and you can start to doubt yourself, but another runner is going to be right there beside you, picking you up whenever you're at this level of just doing it fun and trying to beat your own personal records. There's not a ton of competition outside of just yourself and your mindset. Uh, for obviously the elites and those who have a lot more riding on the line. There's probably some of that more competitive edge, but I feel like runners at this level just want to see you succeed as much as they want to succeed. And so I think getting to then talk to other people and let them know that I was going sub three or I'm ooh, sub three. My goodness. Nope. Hey. One day, maybe. Hey, you got in the uh, brain. Might as well speak into existence. Yeah. Right? But sub four, then they got pumped right alongside me. Uh, so, Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I, th- I think that's really cool that I guess you're able to flip that switch in real time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like that was, that was kind of when, when I was at Boston, I kind of got like frustrated, like just with how everything was bottlenecked totally, and I was just totally. like, I was like, I'm not going to keep my pace. Oh, I'm so frustrated. And then I was just like, man, I need to like be thankful for this day and be mm-hmm. thankful that mm-hmm. God's given me the chance to even be here. Totally. Cause like it, it isn't, I don't know, getting to run a marathon isn't something that's promised. And like, yeah. even just getting to exercise your body, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people out there that can't. Mm-hmm. can't do that so yeah. it's like just enjoy the day and yeah. enjoy the chance to do it and i think it's cool like going to the airport like mm-hmm. the day after like the couple days after that it's like man there is someone with a like like the little nike windbreaker yep. that's in yep. chicago or with a medal or with something from the marathon on going to like every country every single every, terminal like, every country every state every yeah. city like yeah. it's insane uh-huh. like it's cool. I, I don't know. It's cool to see that there's people in every community mm-hmm. that are interested in running and yeah. kind of interested in improving. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. brings a lot of motivation. Totally. You know? So I think we share a running hot take here. Um, what, mm-hmm. what kind of music do you like to run to? I like to run to the beat of my footsteps and the sound of the wind in the trees. I don't listen to music while I run. Okay. Well, same, same here for, mm-hmm. For race day, I'll get like nice classical because I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, I like, I like just a little, yeah, something to calm me down, like uh-huh. in the back of my head. But um, on most training runs, I'm like, ah, like some long runs, I'll be like, gotta throw on post Malone, sure, you know, sure. got, somebody's gotta do it. But outside of like most runs, I'm doing without music too. Mm-hmm. So, like, do people think that's weird when you tell them that, or is that like they do? Yeah. I and I haven't always done it, I would say until. I did it through college and I think it was one of those things, not that that was the reason my, my races were horrible. It's because I didn't train, but I think I just get to in my head when I have music going and it's, there's something really enjoyable to me about getting to push through those mental barriers uh, without the music. And so I found myself relying on tempo and beat of a song. And I'd be like, why am I speeding up and slowing down <laughs> all in the same mile? Yeah. And I think it had to do with the music and I just couldn't find a rhythm ever. And so it helped me with my mental toughness to take it away. And I am someone, I think one of the coolest things God's ever created are clouds and trees. And 
getting to run is a way for me to get to experience the Lord's creation. And so taking away the distraction of music and especially just in a world now where everything is on my phone and I'm constantly looking at it or I'm constantly looking at my computer for emails and it's the one area where I get to just unplug and just get to vibe and uh, run and just be free is what it feels like. And so I feel like a lot of friends that I have that are getting into running or have that epic running playlist, which sounds great. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they sound awesome. Yeah. Uh, but there's just something about it where it just feels a lot more freeing to just take the AirPods out and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes like I'll talk to friends that they'll run with like the noise canceling AirPods. Like, in, oh, wow. And I'm like, you got a lot of faith and I don't like in, in a lot of things, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah. like cause cars ain't going to see you. They're not. And then. You're not going to know what's going on because no. you're like you have a dog chasing you and you won't yeah. know it. It's and... like that AirPod commercial where she like does her AirPods and she's like in the air, like yes. floating. Like it ain't like that. <laughs> Real life that. ain't like that, man. But um, yeah, I, I think I I, I kind of picked up the the classical thing. Uh-huh. Like I was, I was just thinking back. I was like, why did I start doing that? Yeah. And I remembered I had a so he was our cross country coach in high school. I didn't do okay. cross country, mind you, but oh, really? um, but he was my physics teacher okay. also, okay. and like I. I thought really highly of him and he would always when we were working on stuff in physics he'd always put on like there's like a seven hour loop of the jurassic park like the no nur, 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 nur. like that yeah it's like seven hours loop so it was just that over oh, and over and over goodness. i liked it honestly yeah. and like because now i was thinking through i was like when was the first time i like totally found that and i was like you know what coach carter got me coach that. carter <laughs> shout out so, yeah shout out coach carter i think he got me the the classical because then it's like i'll just zone in and uh-huh. kind of try to get the work done there we you know? go there we go that's awesome <laughs> there you go well um i wanted to ask you so it's a a question that folks kind of ask me frequently or like mm-hmm. i don't know for me lately like i've been i'm not gonna lie i've been going through the ringer i yeah. got i had the you chicago sure stomach flu then now i've been getting oral surgeries mm-hmm. left and right you know it's not much fun so i'm this is a question i guess for myself too what do I do if I miss a scheduled run? Yeah. Or what do I do if I miss multiple scheduled mm-hmm. runs? And should I be focused on making up for that? Or what, what do you say? What's your What's your take on that? And this is yeah. going to help me too because I'm I've been missing some scheduled yeah. runs. My take, and this is funny you ask because since Chicago, it's been over a month now since Chicago, and I took some time off and just did little fun runs here and there. Uh, didn't go hard in the paint on training, but. I would say just take the rest day. Like if you, if you wake up and you're not feeling it that day, just take the rest day and your body is telling you more than uh, you realize in some of those moments. So I remember after Chicago, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta keep up the training because I know what happened in college and I just stopped training and then tried to run again and it just was not it. And my body was tired and it needed to recover. And I think those moments where you just physically feel like you can't get out the door to run. Just take that as a day and remind yourself, you know what? It's not going to invalidate any of the training that I've done up until this point. And then if you're missing like several workouts in a row, maybe kind of reevaluate your training cycle. And if you've been pushing it way too hard a uh, majority of the time, then maybe you do need to incorporate more rest days in that um, or just bring in more accountability. I know I've talked about the support system a lot, and I, that is one thing that is different than I had in college. I People were there for me, and they knew that uh, they made it known that I had them in my corner, but I didn't lean on them, and I didn't bring them into running or any aspect of that. I just 
was prideful and thought that I could shoulder it all myself. And so one thing with my Chicago training block that I did was had people in my corner. I joined a running group here in Dallas that I knew, okay, they're, they're going to know if I'm absent a quote unquote for a few weeks. And What's the next group? time does a group get a shout out train Pegasus. If I show up two weeks later, I'm going to get all the Carrington. I haven't seen you in a while. And that's going to make me feel like, yeah, I, I've been slacking. And so just having that built in accountability, I think if it's more of the mental bog of you just can't get past a mental barrier, then having those people in the corner in your corner will definitely help. Um, bring you out of that. But sometimes it's just your body just needs some more rest For and sure. taking that day off, rest the legs, focus on recovery. That's one thing that I always thought kind of sounded bogus. I was like, no, you gotta, you gotta push it hard in the paint. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta focus you gotta on go. Going harder. <laughs> and it's like, no, that massage gun, you gotta get those calves back. You gotta make sure that your legs are working right. And uh, so sometimes it's just you're human and you like miss things and yeah. you've got other commitments that you just can't work around. And so don't let that bog you down, but find time, rework the schedule, whatever it takes. That's fair. Yeah. That's for me. I, I feel the same way. Like, I mean, I know it's, it's one of those, like I'll do the do as I do as I say, not yeah. as I do. And yeah. like, I'll be like, yeah, well, I want to get to certain, like a certain yearly mm-hmm. mileage mm-hmm. or I want to get to a certain monthly mileage. So I really got to keep going, but I don't know. Then I'll, then I'll look back and I'll be like, was running myself into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, really yeah yeah was that the smartest probably not i don't know i I think at the the end of the day for somebody that's like starting off Mm -hmm. like like what you said like if you're if you're finding yourself in the place where it's like man my body is in like dire straits over these like totally this last week of running Mm -hmm. like maybe you reevaluate and maybe you say like okay maybe i built up too fast Mm -hmm. maybe i need to like just take a week and kind of temper my mileage or, or lessen the intensity a bit or something like that. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, I know it's a, it's a very, very tough thing to balance. Like, okay, like, am I going the right intensity? Mm -hmm. Am I going the right distance? Mm -hmm. Am I like, there's a lot of options there, but I mean, I think if you listen to your body, like that's, that's an underrated, (laughs) underrated uh, tip. I I hear that all the time. And sometimes I don't listen. Sometimes I do, but um, I think at the end of the day, like kind of like you said, you're a person, Mm-hmm. things are going to change mm-hmm. that life's going to get crazy. But if you just try to get out there and like, totally. maybe go for a couple of miles, see yeah. how it feels. You ain't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Hang it up for the day yeah. and go see that massage guy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and don't underestimate even like a walk, like yeah, yeah. some other form of movement. I think too, with social media, at least in my feed, now that I've gotten really into running, it's all running content, mm-hmm. which I love. Cause I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, but I could see how for a beginner runner, if they're starting to kind of dabble in it and they see that on their feed 24 seven, just the comparison trap that'll be like, Oh, well that person, they can run five days a week. Like I should be running five days a week. And it's like, no, maybe your body just needs three days a week. And so it's just finding again, what works for you, trying it out, but get your body moving in a way that is fun for you too. I think that's one big thing is running now is to the point for me that it's fun. And so I, I do it because I know that's going to be something to look forward to in my day Whereas for other people, it's okay, go out to the pickleball court, like get some movement in there, go on a walk with a friend, catch up with someone. So running and uh, moving your body is just a great way to recover. Any, anything is greater than zero. Like, totally. If it's biking, if it's pickleball, if it's going and lifting mm-hmm. some weights, anything, if it's walking the dog around the yeah, block, anything's yeah. greater than zero. So totally. Do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. 
than than zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one last question, kind of wanted mm-hmm. to ask, like, asked everybody, you know, that's uh, the typical podcast concluder. Uh-huh. Um, what is what is a piece of advice that you would have for? Uh, you've given a ton of great advice, mm-hmm. but what is like one perloism that you would say, like, hey, you're a beginner runner, mm-hmm. or if you could talk back to beginner Carrington, whose toes are curled up totally. in college station, what, what is your yeah. one word of advice? I think just consistency is the key there. I think similar to what we were talking about with taking a rest aid, recovering. Yes, do those things. But similar to where I'm at right now of having a month off from Chicago and looking forward to the Dallas half marathon and the marathon in April of wanting to keep up that regimen, uh, maybe not to the same intensity every time, but getting out and moving, just like you were saying. Uh, Something's better than zero. And so consistency just... In movement, I think is huge. And I just also notice it just also helps me in my job. It helps me in friendships. It helps me relationally. And uh, when I get my body moving after uh, being sedentary for a while, I think, yeah, consistency is key. And don't push yourself too hard. Don't fall into that comparison trap. Just keep it going. Yeah, don't that comparison trap, you know, like not everybody's going to have some kind of drone to record them no. running. Oh, you know, goodness, like, no. Oh, I'm sitting here, I'm like, how do they do that? Like, I literally tried cool. running with <laughs> my phone out like the YouTubers and TikTokers do. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, my video was shaking all over the place. I'm like, this is just not in the cards for me. It's fine. Yeah, social media is my, yeah. my Achilles here. I don't know that kind of stuff, but maybe someday I'll get someday. to run. That'd someday. Be cool. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Well, um, Tell everybody where we're going to go running for, our, I, yeah. I hope y'all were able to get active while you were listening to this in kind of like we said, whatever way you did, biking, yeah. walking the dog, pickleball, running, whatever you do. We're yeah, going to run maybe. a 5k though. Yeah, we are. So Carrington, tell them where we're going to go run. We're going to hit Lake Highlands Trail close, close to the pickleball courts actually. Ah, okay. okay. So yeah. There you go. Well, if you're, if you're in the Lake Highlands area of Dallas, mm-hmm. come and give it a, give it a try. You'll see our segment on Strava and Matt my run everything after this and um yeah we're looking forward to it well, we're about to go hit our run so thank y'all for listening today uh if you enjoyed what you heard pass along to somebody you know uh give it the like subscribe all those things they are all helpful um and i appreciate you for listening again and i want to tell carrington thank you again for your time thanks for sitting down with me thanks for having me of course well y'all have a good one we'll see y'all next time peace <laughs>